Hello, and welcome to the Old Farm Bus Podcast. This is the back of the bus session. Hello and welcome to the Old Farm Bus, back of the bus sessions. I was just on a little rant and then my <laughs> logic started going mad on me. But I want to say I'm very excited about this guest today. I've been missing you, man. Yeah. I've not seen... Do you know what? We really don't connect enough because I know no, we we've don't. got a good vibe together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get on so well. We love the music thing together. Yep. We love the creative endeavours we go on. Yeah, definitely. But we just don't do enough together. No, so that's very true. This podcast, we can have our chats, but then after this, we're going to get on the making and creating. You know it. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Sean Day. Hello there, everybody. Woo! Yeah, I'm excited for this one as well, mate, to be Post, Post-production, I've got a little, like, crowd noise now. I'm so excited, so I'll <laughs> pop that in. You're all there. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to hear that one, then. That's going to be great. <laughs> Fantastic. So, so, brother, like, again, the one thing I really do like about you is you've got just an energy, and it's always of positivity. I don't know if you just show that to me, and actually back home, you're like, fuck life, fuck everything. <laughs> Bit of both, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> but every time I'm around you, I just feed off of that. I'm like, mate, please, like, just keep being you. Bless um, you, bless you. So how have you been in this crazy, crazy time? How has that affected your mental health well, and creativity? I mean, creativity-wise, it's not been great. Like I said, you know, like I was saying earlier, like, you know, everyone seems to have been like, oh, you know, writing you know it's been really really great since lockdown and it's been amazing and i've been like i can't get anything down on paper like i don't even know what to think at the moment Mm. but like i mean when it first started off it was like i was at my dad's and like it was like my dad and my dad's girlfriend who lived there as well Mm -hmm. and then the day before lockdown happened my brother and his girlfriend and they've got a two-year-old kid as well right like they moved back into my dad's just temporarily wow okay so yeah, they moved back in, and then the day after, lockdown kicks in. It was like, six people in this house. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was really, really like, oh, no, man, this is going to be difficult. But, I mean, now it's, you know, me and my girlfriend have moved in together. Mm. So we've got our own space, and I can get a studio set up and finally start going on. Because I, I remember I called you, like, we, we spoke, and we were going to do the co- a collaboration we're doing and stuff like that. Yep. Have you been accepted for a house then? Everything's sorted? Because I remember the day I spoke to you, it was like, no, it's all been... Oh, man, we, we must, have, we must wow. have searched through, like, seven or eight flats just to, like, get one. Like, we got rejected, like, four I, times. I remember on the day you were like, oh, the guy was so nice. He was like, yeah, I love you too, you're yeah. awesome. And then you get a phone call, he's like, no, sorry. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we were broke, man. <laughs> Yeah, I felt betrayed, dude, do you know what I mean? No, I mean, the reason we didn't get that one, though, is because the other person that went for it turned out to be a doctor. Uh, and it was like, I think the landlord was a doctor and NHS, everything that's going on. Yeah, man. The, you know, give them a break. They deserve it, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? So You take my house, Yeah, fine. Yeah, you can't, you can't say anything Dream against home. it, can you really? 100%, man. So, but yeah, I mean, now we're all moved in. Everything's awesome. comfortable. Finally can get back on what we want to be doing. So, have you lived on your own for long periods of time? Have you done this before? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, to be fair, like... When did you move out of, like, your, act, like, home home? Uh, I moved out of my dad's for the first time with my ex-girlfriend, you know, Gemma. Mm-hmm. Um, and we lived together for a year and a half, two years. Okay. And then, uh, I've been in and out of my dad's constantly during my 20s, you know, mm. um... And then, yeah, and then I moved to Sheffield and then was, like, in three different houses in Sheffield uh, <laughs> over the course of... What were you saying? Why three different ones? It's just, it's just Sheffield, man. I swear yeah. to God, because everybody I know in Sheffield as well does the same. Like, yeah. people just move constantly. <laughs> like, I see it on Facebook all the time as well, like, people going, anybody know of a spare room going in Sheffield where, where uh. I can go to? So, it just seems to be a thing. 
But um, yeah, so it must of... be quite nice though, because like I've pretty much I've done a lot of travelling. Yeah, I've been like Aus- like Aussie for a year and New Zealand and oh no, I didn't know like that. that. Loads of places, yeah. man. Did like years out. But, again, it's hostels and things like that. Yeah. So you're always just moving and navigating mm. and it's party scenes. But when it's, like, back home and you're settling, yeah. I sometimes get, like, itchy feet. Oh. And I really miss that vibe of, like, on the move. Mm-hmm. So it, to, to have that back home but be doing it, it's... it's it yeah. is, yeah, I mean, it was nice. It was really nice. Mm. Like, moving all the time is stressful. Like, because it's like, obviously, if you're travelling, you've just got your bits and bobs that you have, do you know, and, you, and you're off. I had my little mantelpiece the way I liked yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's all you need. But moving-wise, you know, because you've got... I mean, I, I, I travel light. I don't have that much stuff. But even with the stuff that I have, it's like, moving's constantly annoying. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, it's yeah. always like, oh, I've got to move that thing. Like, and okay. I can't be arsed. But... Yeah, I mean, it was nice to be able just to move around Sheffield and live in different areas, because the city is amazing. It mm, is a beautiful it city. Is, it's probably literally one of my favourite mm, places. Yeah. That and Nottingham. Nottingham's my scene. Yeah? Yeah, I just love the music scene, man. Like, yeah. you know the Nottingham heads, like Motormouth, Nonera, all them guys. Yeah. For when I go out to perform or watch, yeah. that's my scene. And then Sheffield, just the vibrant. I've been to a lot of raves. Yeah, yeah. I've been out with you to a few raves, but that's Sheffield all over there. And it is like it's so accepting. People are just thriving. They're creative. It, yep. It's a great hub, man. Yeah. It really is a vibe about it. Oh, when you're definitely, there. mate. Yeah, yeah. There's that. There's a good scene in Sheffield. Like that. the rave scene is. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> what, 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 what is the main one people go to or would go? What to? the? There's, there's quite a few to be honest. It's like there's the plot twenty two. Um, that one. They do quite a lot. I mean, you more than likely went to an off me nut rave. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been to a few of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the big one. That they are really good. Yeah, that they host. Yeah. Um, they have a thing. I think it's um, you know peace in the park. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They have that event, and then there's a there's an after party called Peace in the Dark, and <laughs> <laughs> like they, oh my god, All like the polarity. There's, there's so much. Like yeah. it tends to be, it can be anywhere to be fair, really. But like, I mean, I've been to a few of them, and like, yeah, there's just like different tents everywhere with mm. like different sound systems and like wow. different music. It's amazing. Like really, do they not nice. mix the sound up and the noise, or have they like found a way of like? Sealing off the sound. It tends like, to be like they're quite the distance away from oh, each other. Okay, so as okay. soon as like, don't get me wrong, like you, you can be in a, a point between the two where you like, I can hear both. Like you can hear Gabba and then reggae, and you're like, this, this <laughs> the two don't like collaborate yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. I know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the um, but like well, as soon as you get into one tent that you ain't hearing anything else. Yeah, you know, like, it's yeah. really, really nice to set up. So really good cool, places. Man. Some incredible nights there. I mean, as time's gone on, I've chilled. Oh, I, me I as well, man. I don't know the last rave I've been to, but I'm so happy I've experienced them days. To, yes. to get to life, get to, like, 27, a certain age, and you're like, right... I, and maybe like in a few years time like when one comes up and it's like you know what lads let's just yeah, go let's see yeah. what it's like again if you have the one where you know you think yeah do you know what I'm going just for the just for the laugh yeah. you know, you, I used to go every weekend now yeah. it's I can't do that not man a not a chance but I mean the one problem that I find for the, the last like couple that I've been to it isn't a problem with how it's organised or the rave in general because they're always amazing yeah. it's the fact that 
I'm getting older. Yeah. But the crowd always yeah, stays yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking around me like, should I really be here at this point? Hey, now you've said that, that is so weird because I always go and we're always the oldest people there yeah. now. And I'm like, but where are all the people when, when I used to go? Yeah, in it. That were like they? 35. Yeah. Like, they've disappeared now. It's like, I need you here to back me up 17 now. 17 year olds like, all right, granddad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm that person now, aren't I? Like, where's it gone? It's you know? happened. To us. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane, man. Like, it really is. You're saying, did you start out in Chesterfield then? Yes. Yeah. That's something I've always admired by you lot. Like, I've never had a friendship circle the way you do. Like, oh, do you think? The Chesterfield lot, anyway. I'm at, are you part of, like, Gareth's crowd? Yeah. Big, big G and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got good friends. I've got cool people in Ripley that I'll go to the pub with and that. But yeah. Just some I watch from afar and I don't know the truth behind it, but I'm always like, oh, they're like rock climbing or they oh, go yeah. out and yeah. you're just always together. And it's a nice group. I mean, don't young, get me wrong. We've, like, we've had like our shit, yeah. just like the, every, every, every other friendship group. And we're a friendship group as tight as us, you know, there's always going to be arguments and shit that happens, you know. Yeah, what they called gossip stories. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the fact is, is that if you get through it as a group, then you know that, you know, you're destined, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to just to be just to be together, and we all have such a good time together. How, was this from school? You were same. Not school really. No, actually, it was from. How did it stop mingling? It was the Chesterfield Town Hall. Like there was a. <laughs> <laughs> Where all good stories come from. Like there was this, in Chesterfield, there's the town hall, and then there's like a monument that's like a semicircle, and then there's like steps. When well, we all used to sit in the steps, yeah, uh, and it started off like way before, like way before we went there. Right. Like it was like literally probably six, seven years before we started going. There was people going there. Was this like were it not like the Grebs and the? Chelsea? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, like okay. there was a point where it all mixed into one, right? And you had like literally you had like homeless people come up and chill with us, Sad. like and then like, obviously all the skaters, which was me back then. Mm. Um, yeah. I still skate, but you know. Um, and like all the yeah goths uh, and then you'd have like a couple of chavs that would come up they'd be really really nice people nonetheless yeah yeah and it was just a big mix and then yeah we all met there Mm. and then sort of you know like as we've gone up well everyone stopped going to town hall obviously i don't Mm. want to still be sitting in a semicircle when i'm 29 years old (laughs) it's not happening (laughs) but like you know we've all we all still see each other like literally where uh, me and my girlfriend ella have moved Mm. um there's like it's in spittle so it's like just outside of chesterfield like literally a two minute walk away okay and um it's like we live like in a block of flats and then there's uh, Katie, who lives two minutes down the road from us, yeah. then Gib and Boo, who live three minutes down the road from us, and then Gareth, Keir, and Becky, yeah. who live like five minutes down the Mate. road from us. So and we've all got like walkie talkies. <laughs> yeah, because we live like that far. You can, you can just have walkie talkies. <laughs> wow. I'll tell you what, walkie talkies have got good then. Like, back in the day, like honestly, like if, to the way that barn is now, yeah. you'd see, Well, like, they're like big, like CB fucking things wow, like you know I yeah. mean, you have got mobile phones now right. you know <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's the it's the novelty mikey yeah, do you know what I mean? back in day <laughs> it's nice it's fun coming in sean coming yeah. in coming in do you have you, like codes and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. oh mate well, come on are oh, we not allowed to know I, this... I can't remember what everyone else's code name is i'm soggy biscuit <laughs> <laughs> Of course you are. I, I honestly don't want to know the story behind that. There's <laughs> not one. It was just oh, thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm saving my grace by telling that. You know, like, yeah, yeah. So, but were you going to like Chesterfield School and stuff? Where, where did um, you go to school? Well, I live. I grew up in Lower Pilsley, yeah, which is yeah. like 
twenty minute drive out of Chesterfield. Right. It's like closer to here than Chesterfield. Yeah. Um, and I went to like a school, like a primary school, literally down the road from me. And then went to a secondary school that was like a ten minute walk away. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'd, I'd like I had a choice, but because like, I live between Chesterfield and Derby, mm-hmm. I felt like I had a choice. I either go to Chesterfield and hang around, yeah. or I go to Derby and hang around. Yeah. And I've got to say, I hate to say this because yeah, I'm with you, but I hate Derby. <laughs> Mate, don't ever be ashamed of that. <laughs> I, I, I get that a lot. Like a lot, I go to so many places, yeah. and everybody comes back. And again, it's experience. Isn't it? Well, that's you, it. You, yeah. You, there's so many good people in Derby. I, I, I don't deny it. Past, I don't deny it. There's also so many not. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, I don't think there's it's the people. Like, like the, I've met. Yeah. I, I've I've been to Derby and I've been to like sort of you know nights out in Derby and stuff. I've had a I've had a good time. I've had a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, just like when I go in, like I've been in the day a couple of times. I'm walking around and I look around. I'm just like, do you know what? Yeah. It's it's just not for me. Yeah. Like Chesterfield. It's not got. A thriving local, cool communities, interesting, but it's got you've got your Westfield now, and yeah. everything outside of there sort of died a little bit. It yeah, was, yeah. We, I think back in the day, it was it wasn't too bad. There was some areas the market was quite thriving. There yeah. was like yeah. really interesting little shops, and I remember going with Nan, and I, I love them <laughs> days out like coffee charity shops. Yeah. Oh mate, don't yeah. get me started. I'm gonna call her up now. <laughs> I forgot. Like Corona's over. Let's go charity. We, we need to go now. But yeah. Again, like when I grew up a little bit and I started going out and trying the scene and things, I was like, oh, there's a lot of a pent up aggression here and yeah, just like sticking to their clicks and things. And, yeah. I mean, Chesterfield ain't much better. Mm, I've got yeah, to say. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it, Chesterfield's a growing town. Yeah. It really is. There's a yeah. lot of building work going on. You know, a lot of projects, and it is a growing town. Mm. But. There's the other side to it as well, mm. where there is a lot, well, not a lot, but like a, a fair amount of homeless folk. Um, and, you know, like, then you've got your people on the street who are, you know, just did just stroll around with cans of Cronenberg. Mm. Like, I can't yeah. say much, but, you know, yeah. uh, just like... <laughs> I get... love that, like, you with the drink here, like, <laughs> yeah, loads of piss. <laughs> <laughs> What's the time, Sean? <laughs> oh, I couldn't tell you, to be honest. <laughs> but let's not say that one. I love it, man. But, uh, but yeah, and, and they just stroll around, and they just cause shit, you yeah. know, and there's no need. Mm. So it's Chesterfield has its own stuff, do you know what I mean? It's not perfect, but... I'm glad that I went that way. I mean, I'm I'm Ripley, and I remember going out with my mate Jagger for a night out. Yeah, I'm sort of like all really excited, got my best on. Oh yeah, I'd never been to Derby before, mm. and we were like lads on the town. I think we've been in for about an hour, <laughs> and then we were all walking down like the in between us because I've been yeah, in that yeah, sort yeah. of crowd that there were the football lads, so there were a little bit. I don't know, looked quite cool, but, like, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got confronted in Derby by these other set of lads, and they're like, where are you from? And I was like, me being kind of nice guy, (laughs) oh, just a Ripley mate. And, like... Fuck you! And then he started ending up in like fisticuffs, dead quick. Like everyone was like, "No, fuck you!" And I was like, "Why are we arguing yeah. over where we're from Ugh. in in little villages?" But I, I don't get it. It's like the, you know the school rivalry. Did you yeah. ever have it? Yeah, man. Like, we had it. Where, like we had Tupton Hall, which was rivals, and then we had Dane Court. Yeah. And they used to like, people used to like sneak out at lunchtime on both schools <laughs> and fight each other. It's like, what's the point? Like, where are you going? Do you quite, know what I mean? Quite exciting though, as well, wasn't it? I mean, I. Hate it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wouldn't do that now, but 
back in the day, I remember being really ready for it as well. I don't know why. I mean, can you imagine if you had that same attitude now? Like, with the bus, like, if you're going everywhere, like, you go down to somewhere, I don't know, like, say, somewhere south, and you're like, you're from here, that's it, I don't like it's you crazy. instantly. Like, it's crazy. You know, it's just so, such but a... it does happen. It does. <laughs> it, it's the unfortunate thing, in it? I don't understand it. Never so, will. So, when you're meeting, like, Big G, Guy, mm-hmm. and all these lots, yeah. like... Was that a sort of crowd that you'd already hung around with, or were you in a different scene and then you saw these and you're like, oh, hang on, this is cool? Well, it, it's a bit of both, like, because I went to school with Gareth, and right, I went to school okay. with Keir, uh, and then a couple of others as well, mm. and we just sort of went up to this town hall just for, a, I mean, I went up because there was a skaters up there, right, and I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. meet some. And uh, you're still in the state skating scene? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I stopped for a while. And then, like, over the past two months, like, me and a couple of friends have got back into it. Uh, but, yeah. And then, so, like, sort of my school and then, like, the group that I'm with now, they're all massively integrated. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's really nice how it's worked out, to be honest. Because everyone's friends. It's not like I've got, like, a group of friends that are over here and then a group of friends that are over here yeah they're all yeah. everyone's everybody's just integrated yeah. together like it, yeah it's like when we all get together it's always so fun but and what was the moment that you th- like became the rapper of the group then <laughs> like, oh. why did that come about okay uh <laughs> rapping oh this is a this is a deep story dive in, dive in. <laughs> let's go well rapping came from um when i was 22 Something like that, 23. Um, I was going through some serious stuff, man. Like, mm. I, I was like losing like my mum when I was young. Like, How old were you, sorry, mate? Six. Wow. Yeah, like, right wow. young. Yeah. And, um, huh. yeah, and, like, I'd buried it deep. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was something that I never dealt with. It was like, yeah, yeah. like I was like, oh, that's, going, that's going deep down, and you, you, ain't, you ain't bringing that one back out. Well, I mean, because I want you to go into exactly where you're going. Yeah. It's just like, on a question to that, like... Mm. Were the people around you at the time helping you well? Like, were, were you being... When I was treated? young? Yeah, like, I was working for a charity a while back, mm. and it's called um, Winston's Wish. Okay. And they help children deal with, like, bereavement and the death. Oh, that's really it, nice. It's an amazing charity. Yeah. But, like, it was just talking about in schools, like, how hard it is for them to actually deal with these things like the teachers don't know, really know what to do yeah. obviously the pupils don't know how to act the family members so they're trying to give support to all these people yeah um how was your experience of that then um i mean I'd, i don't really remember like loads i remember yeah. the day that they told me like yeah. clear um yeah but I mean, my support network was quite... My, my, my uncle, like, was massive support at that yeah. point. Do you know what I mean? Like, my dad was a full-time policeman. Wow. And all of a sudden, he's been left with two kids and a full-time job with, you know, no wife. Wow. And it's like, damn, like, you know. And so my and my uncle were a massive support in that. Mm. And um, my dad did everything he possibly could. Right, like, no yeah. one could have done a better job. Do wow. you know what I mean? Like, I sound like Donald Trump when I say that, but this very, like, <laughs> nobody could have done a better job. Yeah. Like, you sound very far from Donald Trump realm at the minute, mate. You're talking about something quite deep. And, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and yeah, man, like it was like it was really. I don't, I don't remember receiving so much support within sort of the um, I don't know, academic type of like side of things yeah, or in general. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, when I hit like the age of like twenty two, twenty three, all of a sudden I was like really like anxiety, like wow. bad, like just depression, like 
tried to you know take my own life and all that sort of stuff wow, and man. i d- didn't understand what was happening to me mm. and it all come back up do you know what i mean right. like, oh my god like this is so weird yeah um and then um are they like the nhs put me into uh like cbt therapy mm-hmm. and yep. is that a cognitive uh, behavioral therapy that's it, it? Yeah. yeah okay and that didn't really work for me because no. it was like more organized action-based therapy ah. and that's i just wanted someone to talk to yeah. do you know what i mean so i ended up leaving that and then just make uh, booking a private therapist, mm. which was the best move I ever made. And then at about yeah, twenty three, like going into twenty four, I was uh, seeing a private therapist for like eight months. Wow! And okay, yeah, and she was she amazing from the start. Honestly, wow. like okay. it was, it was. I, I could not recommend it better. Wow! Like, it was just incredible. And mm. weekly sessions. Yeah, yeah, once a week. It's just what we're getting into now is just like in term like men like men in particular talking about their mental health like talking about like emotions yeah you know we're from these areas where it's like press it down press it down you know it it you know it and then that's why we we are the the highest rate of suicide like between i think what is it 18 to 40 it's it's It's, that it's just general sort of that age in it more more than cancer more than heart attacks more than anything else it's people choosing to opt out i've got a story there too man of like literally typing on the internet like easiest ways to die yeah and then i found psychedelics from that but yeah. i'll get on that later <laughs> oh, but, that's a whole <laughs> was, that was into reddit <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it's so important yeah that we learn how to process things oh. and not repress them and to hear where you're going with this is I, I didn't know this side of you, man. Like, again, yeah, I just mom. know, like, oh, I really like Sean. I like his attitude. But it all seems to always come from them people that I meet have been through such a, a journey and yep. through such experience. There's always a way that you, you get to this. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's nine times out of ten, it's through hard times. Yeah. You know, through stuff that's happened to you. And, yeah, I mean, when I came out of therapy, like, mm. it was, like, new. But the thing is, is that, you know, back to where we were, like, getting yeah. into rapping. Yeah. Like, she suggested that oh, you should write down your thoughts uh, on a yeah. daily basis Wicked. sort of thing, which is quite weird because it's almost like the CBT therapy that I was offered in the first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know, like the way that, obviously just talking to her helped me anyway, but like, and I was like, okay, yeah, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll try that. And then I started like writing down and then like, I've, I've, I've listened to hip hop since I was 14 years mm, old. And then, yeah, they just started turning into like little sort of poems and then wow. like little raps. And then before you know it, it was like, oh yeah, I like doing this. this and then, is where I'm at. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just kept on going with it. Do you know what I mean? So you, you, you first start writing out like a conscious stream of thought, yeah. just anything you could write down, just got it on paper, basically. And then you start handpicking. Oh, this works here. And then it came into like couplets i'm guessing mm-hmm. or rhyming and yep. ah processing it that way basically yeah wow. pretty much just sat like literally like by there was like her she had like a little like hut it was like really peaceful oh, wow. where she did her, uh, her therapy sessions yeah and then the it was in wingworth and then there was like huh. a um like a it's called smithy pond not smithy pond i can't remember what it's called now but it was like a pond mm. and then i just literally used to walk over sit by the pond like after my session and just write uh, Mate, for like three amazing. or four hours do you know what i mean what do you keep in touch with this woman still do you know what she's on with I'd, I'd love to but we're not it's it's not really a like a, a lot it's weird do you know i think it's like a gray area of the therapy like a therapist I'd, i'm not sure if you're allowed to or not right okay is, you Mate, know what i mean yeah yeah like They're probably contractually I, got like yeah, certain agree yeah yeah it's sense. like i'm not allowed to uh like 
I'm not allowed to recommend a family member to her because it's more of a conflict of interest right. sort of thing. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so I, I don't know if... Did I'd, you have I'd, to pay for this? On, oh, it was for, private, so yeah, for, yeah. For, yeah. for eight years, was it? No, eight months. Eight, so, so. Eight Mikey, years, come on, Jesus. man! Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd, still, I'd still be doing it <laughs> now, mate. Serious routine to do. Yeah, eight months eight is months. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, what sort of like, what's the starting process like? Is she just talking to you on a level, understanding who you are, and then suddenly it starts to like, yeah, dip into detail? Basically, like, yeah, it's like she sort of, you know, like the, the first session, you just sort of have a chat and you get to know each other yeah, a little bit, yeah, and yeah. just so just to make it comfortable, because you know when you first go in there. I didn't know what it was going to be like. Yeah. I just know that I needed something to change. Yeah, and yeah. So, but, yeah, so you just have a bit of a talk. And then the rest of it, you just feel like you're having a normal conversation. But mm. then all of a sudden, it's like she hits you with something and you're like... Hang on a minute. <laughs> you're on to something here. I say, see. Say, say that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah, you're like, okay, okay, okay. Damn I see where right. you're going with this. Wow, so, okay. I mean, you can tell that... So is their job, like, again, letting you talk, letting you, like, discover yourself? Yeah. But then also just asking you, a penetra- like, penetrative, pen- penetrating, penetrating. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I love that word as well. <laughs> <laughs> Those sort of questions. But then also giving you a little bit of, like, maybe you felt this, but maybe you felt that. Yes. Have you thought, okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Basically, it's, so, it's really, really interesting the way they do it. Because mm. it's never, like sort of slap in the face obvious yeah, do you know yeah. what i mean it's really like let you discover yeah 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 and it's 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 beautiful the way it works i'd been trying to go to some but i had similar experiences to you at the start cbt and things yeah uh and i went to this one woman it was really quite spiritual and i wasn't that way inclined right and again we just didn't fit we didn't yeah like i suppose it's got to be a really like genuine experience together you've got to feel each other's vibe and be like oh, you you're really trying to help me here exactly but a lot of the time i don't know i felt it ju- yeah it just didn't gel if, it don't, if it don't click with you then there's, yeah. there's not much point in a sense do you know what i mean but like i think there's so much to get out of therapy i think everybody everybody's got a story everybody's got something they've felt discomforting in their lives whatever it's been and childhood's such a formative moment oh. of like who you are now well you're a sponge at that yeah, point do yeah, you know what i mean yeah. like you, you take in everything yeah. and there's more than likely going to be something that, that's going to come that's that's going to affect you in some way whether you see it or not how did it impact your dad did he change quite drastically or dramatically or did he just go into like i didn't see it in a way mode? like when i was a kid mm. but like i see it now because like in all fairness, me and me and my brother Stephen, we've not been the easiest of children. Yeah, uh, especially me. Like, Jesus, I was a four. Yeah, I, I weren't great. Yeah. But um, like now, like he's still, you know, constantly worrying. Mm. You know, and he, yeah. he has his reasons too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's fair enough. But he's still, he's still, a, like, he's still a worrier with it. And he said, like, he told me, like, a, he'd probably kill me if I say this on night. But like, <laughs> he's like, he t- yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me that, uh, like, he still feels guilty. Like, this was a couple of months ago. Like, he still feels guilty about what happened. Right. Like, and I'm okay. like, but why? Like, it's not yeah. your fault. Do you know he's, what I mean? He's, like, going to be carrying that forevermore. Exactly. Like, yeah. So, in in mm. ways, it has changed him. My dad's still someone that very sort of tough up in yeah. a way. Do you yeah. Know? Like, not. It's not. It's never been like that with us. You know. But like he's with it with himself do you know what i mean so was the household you've got a brother and your dad yeah is it like was it a very masculine household then like were they then like come on let's toughen up lads sort of it was, I, I, was... I think it was just a more of we we're gonna it wasn't a toughen up it was just 
never really spoken about. Yeah. Do you know, which yeah. is fair enough. Yeah. You know, when something like that happens, like, yeah. you, you can't, there's no right or wrong way to go about mm. it. Like, how you go about it is how you go about it because mm. you, you're out of control at that point. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like you can't control this situation because it's m- mega like, bad. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. How, like, how would you act in school? Like, how, like, oh, man, I fucked up in school bad. <laughs> were, were, were you getting in fights? Were you sort of like. I was never one for fighting. It was, no. just, it was just drugs, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I we'll played that game, baby. <laughs> you know it. Like, you yeah. know, like 15 years old, that's when the weed started, you know. And mm. I, the thing is, like, even now, I, I still smoke a bit of weed. Let me just pop this baby back on. Sorry, dude. Oh. Runs out. There he is. That's all right. There we go. But, and, you know, like, but it, it was never like me causing harm to other people or like trying to start on other people around yeah it was just me completely ignoring the fact that i uh, getting to the age of 16 17 i had responsibility yeah you know yes, and just thinking yeah. no i ain't dealing with that like mm. school I, f- I flogged it massively i got one c that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's as good as it got like it's better than me though you see but yeah, as, you know. But then again, that was a pattern that, that gone through in my adult life. You know, I found myself in serious shit just for the fact that I ignored situations that were happening to me. Hmm. You know, hmm. whereas now it's different. Yeah. But throughout the ages till about twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah. It's yeah. always the same. Just finding a way to process it. And again, with the podcast, like I always wanted to do a podcast just because, like, I learned so much from others, like, yeah, like the Russell Brand one, the Joe Rogan one we spoke about. There's yep. so many. Andy Frazell is a good one. I don't know if you know him. I do not. So cool, man. All right. But again, people are asking me, like, what you're going to talk about, what where you're going to go, what direction. And I spoke to some people, like, oh, you shouldn't really do talk drugs though, or talk this or talk that. And I was like, but these other like from all my friends yeah. all the people i integrate with hang around with know and younger people that i've worked with drugs <laughs> is the story that just keeps it's the sung, sung tune that everybody knows it is everybody keeps aligning themselves with oh yeah i had really tricky times hit the drugs yeah tricky time hit and I, I want the podcast to be a place where people recognize that these are the truths these no. are the honest stories exactly and people can learn from this I, I always picture like a mini mikey now because when i discovered like the psychedelic world and hit then the psychosis paranoia extreme paranoia i thought my grandma was trying to kill me oh Honestly, my like, man I had really the, have you seen Shutter island yeah man man with uh, leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah mate what a film but yeah. like and truman show yeah I went through them two things, oh, but mate. not knowing what they were. And I watched the films after having it, and I was like, motherfucker, what is this? <laughs> Everyone should have told me about this. <laughs> but again, it's such an important truth to yeah. people to understand. Is like, these stories are integral to, to other people's growth and your own, like, yep. to being accepting of it. So when people mention drugs now, I'm like, smash it, man. Just tell us, yeah. like, all the pain that you experienced, all the, like, wrong moves you made talk about them openly exactly mini sean mini mikey will be listening to this <laughs> yeah. be like, you know what lads <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be all right yeah. you're gonna get well, that's it i mean you, the thing, you can't hide away from the topic like it's like it's like what we were saying earlier with like um the suicide rate within yeah like, like you know men yeah um the fact like one of the reasons that it's that high is mm. because you shy away from the topic yeah. of talking about yeah. it yeah like it's the same with drugs drugs whether you like it or not, mm. they're an integral part of society yeah. at this point. Like, yeah. they really are. Like, 
Everybody does them. Business. Like, yeah, yeah. That's not known of. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but like, you can't shy away from a topic yeah. that is so strong. Mm. Like it's there. Yeah. You know. So in the sessions you were going in, mm. was she like? Was it anger that was particular in you, and the anxiety particular? What was the thing like? You were really like, I need to fix this, or was it just a whole right? You know what? I need to change everything. Yeah, <laughs> like, this I, is a complete change around. A mixture of both, to be honest. Like it was like you know, I need to be able to do a big change here. Like yeah. there's a lot of my life that needs to change in order to function. <laughs> yeah, just in general. Yeah. Like, but as well as I, I had anger within me for the fact that I was I didn't have the same the same upbringing or opportunity that other people had due yeah. to the fact that they had a second parent going. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it was like a mixture of both. Like you just. It's just, it's everything. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, it's weird. Like, cause I was thinking about it. Like, like, as much as I hate to say it, like, a mother and a father, do they play different roles? Yeah, right? yeah, like, completely. And there's not a, like a very rare chance, like in these situations, where a father or a mother, for that fact, can step up and go, right. You know, I'm doing both. Mm. Like, it doesn't happen. So there's certain aspects that you're missing from your upbringing because you're missing an integral part of like that, that upbringing. Um, like the nurturing aspect. Exactly. The loving yeah. aspect yeah. of things. It was like, quite interesting, yeah. to be fair, because I had yeah. a friend like called Ash Kent, or Fester, as it was otherwise known, nice. in school, yeah. Um, <laughs> God rest his... image of him in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I found out... Uh, like, I've not spoken to him in a few years, but I found out a couple of months ago he died. Wow. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure how, but um, he... Um, his dad passed away mm-hmm. when he was about my age, right, like about, okay. about six. Wow, so you had somebody to... Yeah, but the difference between us two in school yeah. was very interesting. Me, yeah. I was sort of really quiet, down, like, you know, wouldn't talk to anyone, yeah, shied yeah. away from everything, yeah. whereas Ash was the complete opposite ah. of me. Yet, I, I don't know if it's just me placing a link between the two and thinking that's it, mm. but the fact that he lost his father and i lost my mother yeah. and the difference between our two personalities ah. as children was huge very interesting mate so you know fascinating yeah so the fact that you know when you miss that part of it you miss that integral part of your upbringing mm. you're gonna you're missing something throughout the rest of your life in a sense yeah evolutionary speaking yeah like we're thinking of evolution now like you've got the roles of you know the hunter gatherer the man style stuff and we're monkey see monkey do learning from that and we've got them emotions we're learning there's so much we're learning from and then seeing the mothering aspect and the nurtured side the loving side the kind side all those and to have that taken away and have to at six years old seven years old make it up for yourself learn it adapt it not have these figures in your life it it must have just been so fucking confusing yeah you know what i mean yeah like but you don't realize it because you're only young yeah you know what i mean you don't know what's going on like but obviously me where i am now i can look back and go do you know what Mm. like yeah i mean the reason i wanted therapy there's moments in my life i've got and again, my mum and dad have stayed together. Yeah. Um, but I've got a really calm, relaxed dad. Like, honestly, man, he's so chill. You've never seen anything like it. You're like, you're right, mate. You're like, is he just like had 10 splits? Or like, what's happened to that fella? But he's so relaxed. And then my mum, uh, who literally has said multiple times, and I don't 
disrespect her for this, but she's always said, I never wanted a kid. I told your dad <laughs> I, I had you for him because he wanted one, but it was I was his to look after. Right. So she's always said, like, <laughs> I hate kids. I'd never wanted a kid. And again, you can tell, like, she's built an empire up. She's got a business. She's got a farm. She's got her acres of land. She's, yeah. She's done everything she wanted to do. Yeah. But I never had that nurtured love inside, really. And she'd openly say that, like, yeah, don't, don't like kids. Like, <laughs> leave it out. I, just, I did it for him. But I had, again, repercussions from that. And, again, not to the extent of where I'd lost somebody. Yeah. But I definitely felt it in my psyche, in who I am today. Yeah. I really struggle with love. I really struggle with opening up to people yeah. and you know, it, it has hit me in many ways, quite negative ways really Oh yeah, definitely. in this society. <laughs> oh man, it can be difficult. I mean like, I, like before I went up for all this, I remember like, I used to like say, I don't know, like I was seeing a girl or something yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, like, girls would be like something I'd really struggle with because yeah. I grew up without, you know, one in my life. Uh-huh. Like so when it, when it came to me being like you know, a 15, 16 year old teenager, they're like, trying to get jiggy and stuff. Yeah. Like, like, I don't even know how to talk to girls. Like, this is really, really hard. Like, I'd really struggle with it. Yeah. But then, like, when I finally got over the hurdle and I could actually start, you know, like, you know, making moves, like, girls would be like, oh, you know, what are you thinking and stuff like this. Or, you know, like, trying to, because that talks to me on a deeper level. Yeah. And I'd just man. be a f- blank fucking wow. camp. I'd be like, I'm. Interesting. Like, no idea. Do you know? think I was a bit the other way actually because i never had i got quite badly bullied so mm. when i i felt depressed as a kid i ate and i got fat right but then girls would never go near you yeah. and then when i lost lots of weight and i looked okay and that girl would like that was it I, we would latch on then <laughs> and i was like i love you so much you be my one friend. <laughs> and i had a really unhealthy obsession in women then and that become quite again and it's gone on to my my life yeah. and that's something yeah I've learned, my partner's learned, we've yep. learned, we talk about, we're open with, and it's it's given me a much better understanding and mental capacity yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I was the exact same. Like, when mm. I finally got over the hurdle of actually uh, being able to talk to girls, yeah, yeah. like, when it got to, like, I wouldn't be able to open up, but, like, when it comes to the point of, I'm breaking up with you, I'd be like, no, and yeah, I feel like yeah. my life <laughs> yes. was ending. I'd be yeah. like, what? And it, it, like, it, and it all stemmed back to, like, in my opinion, anyway, people yeah. can try and, you know, go against this, but, like, it all stemmed back to me losing my mum. Yeah. Like, it'd be a natural thing of, I've lost my mum, and then before uh. you know it, I'd be seeing a girl, and then that girl went, and then I'd feel the exact, well, not maybe not the I exact know, same, but a saying. similar exactly, pain to mate. when I lost my mum. exactly what you're saying. And then finally being able to get over that, I actually managed to have a healthy breakup. We're like, uh, finally, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, and it, yeah. It was insane. Probably the people we are today, man, like we are linking and get connecting over something quite similar in its essence. Yeah. I'm, I'm not comparing because, like, you're very. To lose a parent, it's a completely different <laughs> yeah, attitude. But like but the, 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 the things that you of, experience within are the same. Yeah, and the lack of what we didn't get. We're talking about, I suppose, we're conver- like the, that side. Like, I'm com- <coughs> thinking about friends that have had b- relationship breakups and relationships mm. and got over it really quickly or been fine Just or chill. Piss me off, man. I know that all my mates did. And I, one guy in particular, I'm thinking of now, my best mate. Mm. But um, you look at his family and it is the beautiful archetypal, his mum, tea ready, loving. Uh. Like, and, and again, but I don't envy it. I'm really happy he's got it. Yeah, of course. But 
you start to psychoanalyze, don't you? You start mm. to work patterns out in the universe how people are. Yeah. And I do think what you're talking about there, and you're like, people can go against this. I wouldn't. I really agree with what you're saying, mm. and I can vouch for it because to a micro scale, I've had what you've had yeah. with the lack of something. Exactly. And I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, now when you get over it, it's the biggest relief in yeah, the world. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And thank God, man, you found writing and a cathartic tool. Like, so we'll get back into that. Mate, that, that's, that's saved my life. I swear to God. Yeah, man, it's like, because I don't, like, I figured out that I have no idea how I feel mm. until I write it down on paper. Yeah. And then, like, I'll get, I'll get a song out and I'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, what I meant. I mean? yeah, like, oh, like, oh, yeah, I remember this because I feel like yeah. shit. And this song rec- like, definitely represents that yeah. <laughs> right now. You can feel it in your music, though, man. Like I was saying before, mm. I've got lots of friends in the game, lots of friends done music. And sometimes you talk to them and I'm like, have you like the song you wrote about or them lyrics have you actually been through that or have you just tried to portray it from something you heard because it sounded cool and they'll openly go yeah yeah to be honest that's not my story yeah it was a bit more inspired rather than like yeah and with you i listen to your stuff and i'm like i don't know i just i vibe with it Mm. i feel you're always being honest you're always being you Mm. within your lyric like the first thing you wrote then uh, with that uh therapist Mm. was it about your mum was it yeah yeah, yeah, that was the first thing you ever wrote. Yeah, wow, you still yeah, got but... it. <sighs> oh yeah, <laughs> I thought you were gonna back pocket it. Like, here we go. Well, I mean, I've, it's probably still in a. Uh, wow, I've got like a, a stack of notebooks yeah, somewhere. They, they're probably got, they're somewhere in the move because yeah. obviously we just moved house, um, but probably somewhere in there but i hate now i like looking back on writing but at the yeah. same time sometimes looking i think you let yourself write that like. yeah, I mean, mate, don't get me started i've got mine all up in a little box and i looked for him literally the other day yeah i can't remember why me and chrissy were just like going through our memory box together all that yeah, like, yeah oh look my poems <laughs> i went through it i was just like oh no. <laughs> again this because i never um, got into music really late. Um, mine was through the loss of a friend. Yeah. Knife crime incident. That's oh, where mate, the knife I'm sorry crime to hear that. From. But yeah, again, we've all, again, been through these moments and discovered a cathartic way of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And it was so important to me to go back through all my history. But then I'd never, like, been given, like, I'd didn't pay attention in school at all. Yeah. I hated school with passion. <laughs> Got kicked out of English eventually with only a certificate to tell me I'm dyslexic. That was all I knew. I was like, cheers, guys. You've really left me on <laughs> no way of coping with it. That We're is just like, ruthless. Oh, he's, he's dyslexic, but he can't keep coming back in English. He's just too disruptive. It's like, he clearly needs help in this element of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're... you're Way is just ban him from it. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> it was so strange. How does that even? That's so just, strange. How can a school do that? They're meant to fucking. Th- they teach were you. not a good school. I've said this many times yeah. in the podcast. Like this school was really like letting me down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people have felt the same way. Mm. I probably let it down, but I'm there to learn. Of <laughs> you course know you are. I mean? like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. take the reins, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> give, give yeah. me a, a reason to engage. Yeah. Give me a reason to want to be here. Yeah, and never... just lead. Yeah, like that's if anything, it. you know. I mean, the thing, my, my school was pretty good. I yeah. gotta say, I, I failed that to be honest. Like okay. more than anything, like we did have decent teachers, and but it's just I wasn't bothered, man. Do you mm. know, I couldn't be asked to be honest. So. And and when I got when I did find it late on though. 
I'd not had any ideas of like even rhyming couplets or any. I knew what a rhyme was. Like I knew dog and oh shit, what rhymes with dog? <laughs> Spin it around backwards. You've got God. There you go. <laughs> but again, like I kept coming up with ways. I was like, I'm writing stuff down. Yeah. It was just coming out as like verbal diarrhea. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I work it out, and I was like, oh, this looks like something. But I thought I'd made up something new, and I was like, oh no, this has existed all the time. Like even like you know like in a rhymes yeah and things like yeah. that i was like oh my god big discovery i bet no one's done that before <laughs> oh believe me and there's like, a lot <laughs> there's so, yeah 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 I, mean, I used to i used to think it with rhyme patterns i used to be like ah oh, is that a new one yeah <laughs> is, is it fuck uh, it's far from it i think naivety going into music is quite good though i think it gives you a lot of leverage of like you can try new things out and not feel too silly. Oh, definitely. Give it a go. Yeah. It's good to know things. It's good to learn. It's good to educate yourself. Yeah. But if you're going with a bit of a naive mind, you're willing. I mean, I would never now looking at what we were talking about, the old stuff that I wrote. Yeah. I would never have got up on a stage in my life. If I'd have thought, Oh, this is so simplistic. Yeah. It's this all been done so, before. Yeah. This is yeah. daft. Like I'm going to get up there and go, it can happen, you know, you don't have to feel this lost sensation, you can become real. And then, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. th- this is like a child's TV game show. <laughs> but, I, again, I, I add my own vibe to it. I have yeah, my own of course, way exactly. Of the thing is, doing it, that. it doesn't have to be difficult. Like, mm. it's just, if it's your own and you know what you want to do with it. Like, one of my favourite ever tracks is done by a bloke, you know, Homeboy Sandman. Yeah, yeah, and It's yeah. called Not Really. yeah. And it's the simplest song yeah. you will ever listen to. Yeah. But the way he does it is just that good. Same with Scroobius Pip. Like, yeah. I love Scroobius yeah. Pip and, and Mike Skinner mm. or uh, uh, quite a lot of spoken word artists, actually. I was, like, looking then through their lyrics on Genius and yeah. that. But I was like, oh, they're, real, they're pretty clean rhyming patterns, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. always like, oh, no, it's going too simple now, too obvious. And mm. I, like, what does Scroobius Pip do? Because he's done all right. Oh shit! Like that is for like exactly. black sack crap, yeah. black mac, and I'm like, yeah, it's all, I'm, it's I'm all about you. It's just in a style, sense, it's presentation, delivery. yeah, style delivery, all that. Like yeah, you know, man. it's just that's how it is. Like obviously, if you listen to like you know, obviously like Talib Kweli, yeah. you know, like you're like, yeah, okay, man. mind blown, <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. But like, I mean, then again, it's like there's just so many like rappers that are, or, or spoken word, yeah, you know, man. whatever that. It's very. It's a very simplistic way of doing it, but it doesn't matter because if it resonates with your audience, again, yeah, that's a, a kind of my favourite message that I've had from people or um, bit of constructive criticism to somebody. My dad as well. Like when I tried to go over the top and metaphorical, yeah. he said, "Actually, I really liked it when I knew what you're on about." <laughs> like, yeah. And he goes, "I'd never liked poetry. I hate rap." Yeah but I love what you do. And I bet you've had that before. Like. I've had it, yeah, I've had it a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with me, I try to, I don't know, like, especially lately, mm. like, I'm trying to find a, a thin line, like, trying to walk along a thin line between the two. Yeah. Like, between, yeah. like, simplicity, but then being able to sort of fit in, like, sort of your yeah, wordplay yeah, yeah. and your metaphor and, I you know. I think it's you knowing your audience, isn't it? It's knowing in who a you're sense, addressing. Yeah. I mean, starting out new, I don't even know my audience yeah, yet. Yeah, okay. So, it's going to be an interesting start. I but. think, my, my poetry style stuff and my book I, I look back through stuff like that but I'm really proud of it but it's because it speaks to me nan it speaks to me dad it speaks to the yep. people that aren't in on that ride but now I've learned um, about poetry and about techniques and about things I can 
look at that and think, oh, how could I incorporate this mm-hmm. to speak to a more poetic audience or yeah. this sort of crowd? And you can, it's good to open it, like David Bowie or somebody. How many different things, how many different genres has he touched? How many different ways has he delivered? Exactly. And you can have your simplicity, you can speak to these guys and then jump over here. It's, yeah, of course it's you can. To have that you in do know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I noticed a quite a big difference within songs that I've been writing lately. There's like some that I feel that is a lot more on a storytelling vibe. Mm. And then other ones are more of an, a, a conscious sort of like society driven sort yeah, of yeah, way yeah, you yeah. know and like you know like the difference between the two within rhyme patterns and everything like it, it you know it's big but it doesn't just because you've got one style doesn't mean to say that you need to stick to it yeah you know yeah. like it's creativity you do whatever the fuck you want it's great when you finally realize you've stuck to a pattern or a formula for so long though in it yeah yeah go, yeah Oh, it's all the same. And, it's, and that, that pushes you out the box then, though. You've got to, like, yeah. again, with anxiety, with depression, with anything you're going through, the first stage is realising it. So as soon as you accept it, as soon as you're not too, like, in your ego and, like, oh, this is who I am, this is how I am, it's like, right, accept that you've been that way, that's perfect, and then start stepping and knowing that you've got that in your repertoire at any point. Exactly. Go to it. Exactly. I mean, that's why I love collaborating. I love what we're like we're going to make a song after this and stuff you know but yep. you really do learn from other people you really oh yeah get such on somebody else's vibe and hear their story and mm-hmm. hear their sort of formula and start to incorporate bits that you like i mean well like when the last time i came here was yeah, when you had stingray and the jet that was power and oh. that did a bit of a jam with them mm. and like those guys are just amazing and then yeah. they sent me a beat through in lockdown sick a lot more faster than what i'm used to sort of thing and i was like right i'm writing to this nonetheless and then i, I managed to get something to it and i was like it was actually pretty decent yeah and it man. was not normally where i'd go but like being able to sort of like just sort of think those guys have sent me that through yes. and I love them. They, you know, they were amazing. And then what they sent through was just so good. And then writing something completely different. Was to it what the I'm lockdown vibe one? Was I think, yeah, lockdown? it must've been. I'm on it with you. Man. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Break down a bit with it. It's coming out. It's coming out. Is Jack it? was on yesterday, but he's just had a baby. Uh, the lead guy. Of oh, it. the guitar with the beard. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He came on yesterday with uh, Arlo, his little baby. Mm. Sat on there and Arlo got a bit camera shy. So we're like, right, chuck you in the... <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah we're definitely that's gonna be something oh that's no way accumulate i'm really it sound i've heard it now i know what you're talking about and you do sound sick that beat, <laughs> yeah. beat was amazing to it be was fair. wicked i do i still want to do some stuff with them right, yeah those guys are f- mate they're incredible yeah and i think like jack's got little bits on at the minute that he's doing solo work and you yeah. got stingray and the J, and it's just all moving like that i love watching my mates that you you align don't you for a bit mm. you have that moment and then you see them go on their paths and their journeys but it inspires me just seeing everybody moving oh yeah definitely no it's a look i mean i used to actually like, in all honesty i used to be a bit sort of envious in yeah, a way no, I know you know saying, like yeah. if i'm you know and it was like oh look at what they're doing i ain't doing shit yeah like, <laughs> god yeah, damn man. and i felt like that over lockdown as well because i've not been able to sort of do anything you know my yeah. work went away and rah um yeah. but like now it's um now everything's obviously i've like, moved house yeah, you know, yeah, yeah studios up and running soon and i can finally start like i'm really looking forward to sort of what the end of this year in, brings. in terms of like again what we were talking about before like natural human emotion mm. through evolutionary speaking yeah like envy <coughs> 
is one of the greatest emotions you can go through. Like envy really does make you want to do better. Definitely. It's repress it when you repress it and I've done it before yeah. and a lot of my friends have done it and we it turns you ugly as fuck. Oh yeah, it's but like, like jealousy, it's the you, same. As soon as oh. it turns to jealousy, as soon as you let it shift pattern that becomes dead and it doesn't benefit you it doesn't benefit them it's just poisonous yep and we've all been there we've all tasted it because it's the creative scene and sector and we all want to achieve and that's the can be problematic mm-hmm. but again when you play with it and it's like oh i'm envious but the reason i'm envious is because i want to achieve and the way of me achieving i can message that person do you know what i mean yep. like, when people start aligning in that side of themselves feeling it and, and moving with that i think so much more could be done so oh, much more definitely it just depends mm. on how you you deal with the Value emotion yeah. yeah you know yeah. like fucking you like you say if you think it, it's an ugly emotion i will say it you know like it, it, I, I don't like envy like it, it makes me feel i think i think you're talking to jealousy though i really do I, you probably are right to be honest I, yeah I, I watched a little two minute video the other day and it okay. was talking about the five natural emotions mm. and left repressed they all turn to this ah, so like right. anger natural yeah anger turns to rage yeah love natural love repressed turns to possessiveness yeah and it was really interesting oh. again they're all the ones that we all have inside so when you think yourself being weird because you feel a certain way it's like no you're human exactly everybody feels this they just don't vocalize it like you're just a respectful person that like wants to vocalize yeah. it but most people feel it um and again repressing like you probably spoke about in your therapy sessions yeah not speaking about it not being open about it pretending it doesn't exist that's when it turns ugly and all yeah. these sort of ugly side emotions come through yeah you're more than likely all right to be honest yeah i know i am <laughs> <laughs> no i mean you're right, like in a sense yeah when i see yeah i love seeing other people succeed and like push forward yeah, yeah it's, it's what it's all about do you mm. know what i mean I, I think within the music scene the music scene can be a very beautiful thing but a very ugly yeah, thing at the yeah. same time as scenes are yeah, yeah, scenes. yeah exactly yeah. you know but like the fact is is that if it's everyone that wants to push forward mm. then that makes it beautiful mm. it's the i don't know what it is about the music scene but from my experience yeah, okay. there's, there's, sort of talking about yeah there's summit yeah there's just so, to, a lot of tenacity there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i think it's probably because that there's such a small scale of people that actually do make it mm-hmm. and because everybody wants to get to the top of that tower yeah it's it can be quite aggressive like so, a big rat race to yeah, fucking man, win, yeah, isn't yeah. It? So, and it's just I, I don't know like i mean with me like my intention is to never ever get yeah, to you know what i mean like you i just your passion yeah just exactly i've got yeah. a job that i enjoy doing like and music's something that i like i think what you've got to do man is keep aligning yourself with those hearts those heads that are seeing music as a passion project yeah the one like you've probably experienced it before and i don't know who but like there's probably moments you've had those trying to make it guys in your life or girls or whatever yeah and that can really impact your way of being because you're seeing that and you're like i should be doing that yeah but actually when you align yourself with the stingray and the jayers or the motor mouths or, or just the people that are really on a level of do you know what i just fucking love i just love like, doing I it i actually 
that there's no greater buzz in life sitting down and being like, fuck, I've got an idea. Where's the pen and paper? Yeah. Put a beat on, start writing. I've got this feeling emerge. What? F- well, this could be a film. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just running with that energy yeah. and it's the truth. That's that's the reason we all started. Exactly. But if you want to find a problem of any problem, just find the money. Where the money runs to, oh, that's the heart of it. There's your problem. Yeah. You just- I think that's, that's when it turns ugly in my yeah. eyes. Yeah. Man. And you don't Honestly. need it. Yeah. You do not need that in your life. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like the fact is, is that you all get into this creative thing because for one, in my opinion, it helps you. Yeah. You know, it helps yeah. you be able to understand why you're feeling this way or how you're feeling or who you are or what your mm. place is in society or whatever. Yeah. Um, and two, it's just a general love that you do, yeah. you know, like whatever. But when it becomes, it can jump over the line to mm. like, it like it's almost obsessiveness to yeah, the fact yeah. of I want this now, and if I don't get it, then that you know, like that's me over. Trust like, me, man, it's like, like no, I felt like again. Look at I've got some buses now, and you I've have, got, yeah. uh, <laughs> I've got a business, and I've, I've got the cameras to film people and X, Y, and Z. And trust me, I, I felt the monetizing things, stressing like going to schools and things like that. Yeah. So the moment I've gone right, no, Mikey. Put the music thing aside for you and your enjoyment, because that's why you fell into it. Yeah. And then the business side, yeah, you're, you're going to go through the bad days. You're going to go through Ugh. the, oh, I need to make the money, I that's, need to get this. It's business. It's business. Yeah. You've got to detach a little for yeah. me. And I, I, maybe I'm speaking from a very lucky side that I can do that now. Like, I feel comfortable in life. I've got a family start and things like that, where I'm like, oh, I get to just appreciate this thing that I loved at the start. And I felt it in Friends where they felt like we all felt the love together. We felt like we were going into this great endeavor and enjoying it. And then as soon as like they sniffed the money or they felt the, <laughs> the touch of like, oh, we could get here. It was like, hang on, <laughs> we all hate each other now. What happened? It just doesn't make sense. So something as beautiful as creativity as music, it's hard when you're monetizing it and bringing that into yeah. the equation. Yeah, it can change rapidly yeah i mean yeah. it's either that or the thing is like i actually know it might not be a rapid change it might be a slow burner mm. but like it happens and you don't really see it mm. do you know what i mean I, yeah. I, I, when i i experienced it and i never i i didn't see it but it does happen slowly mm. and you can't have it's very easy to lose sight of why you started doing something. yeah that's uh, that's the key man that's that's, the, that's literally what you just said then yeah don't lose sight of why you picked up the pen exactly the, you know always remember why you, i mean you for, ref- obviously for me it was you there know, you go like, what it was you know mm. i did it because to help myself because i was going through some serious shit yeah like yeah Say exact same with me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you you can't lose sight of that. In all real, I spoke about it, but like, as soon as I put something online and there was like a few. I I was on the days of Facebook when Facebook was thriving. (laughs) Facebook was good fun and people would hop on board. Now it's gone a bit saturated. Um, I I, I, I don't know what's happened now. I've deleted the app. I I was getting (laughs) game over with me for Facebook, I think. I'm I'm using everything as a promotional tool now for the business and whatnot. I just. I schedule posts fling them on i don't you don't scroll no no there's no need there's no need back in the day when i just started i put some up and it could get to like maybe fifteen thousand, twenty thousand views yeah and that's an unfathomable like uh, unfathomable number for somebody like me well i mean i we when we did it it was like yeah we had like videos that were hit we had one that hit 
it was 12,000. Yeah. It was yeah. our most viewed thing. Yeah. And I remember thinking, actually, like, going, I sat in my garden, I was like, Imagine trying to fill 12,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many. It's amazing. Like, and, and it's fact, insane. Like, when we were into it, like, when I'd started maybe five years ago, and seeing that sort of number and going and telling my dad, and my dad's like, what, really? That's amazing, yeah. Like, it was sort of ego-based, really, then. I was building up, like, this looking at figures and looking at numbers and i was like right i need to create for that yeah like, that put the pressure on yeah and i was built i started building the art then from like a completely disingenuous place it wasn't an honest place in my mind mm-hmm. and i felt that start to emerge so the moment i took a break and i was like shit I've, i lost that love for it i lost that feeling towards it yeah and then when it was like something dramatic happened in my life again oh shit what do i do how do i like deal with this yeah Oh, yeah, I've got writing. Writing, <laughs> uh, one thing I never had before, the one thing I was told I was shit at and you're dyslexic and you shouldn't do, it was like, oh, it saved me. And I, I went back and I was like, nah, fuck the views. Yeah. Fuck the people. Fuck it. Like, not the people. I love you for lo- watching and being nice, but forget all that. Yeah. And start to just go back to what exactly you said. Well, that's it. You know when you watch all these films about sort of like, you know, like sort of like celebrities sort of going mad yeah. and all, you know, yeah. all this... And you, even from a small scale that we was at compared to... Yeah, 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 yeah. You can completely oh, understand mate, why that shit happens. The, the tiny little bird yeah. you get, the little whoa, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's like when, run around when we it. did gigs, you know, did, like gigs like everywhere. Fucking. Mate, tell just the audience, like, what's your biggest gig? Who are you playing uh, supporting? Oh. This is big. Yeah, we support a KRS-One. Woo! Oh! <laughs> it was great. Oh, um, yeah. With that, I mean, that's the thing, man. With that gig, like... The gig was amazing. Yeah. Like, you've never been on a stage with so much room. Yeah, <laughs> like, imagine, it was, man, I, yeah. I love, like, when you're on, I love running on stage, like, just like, quite a lot of the time, it's very close-knit. Yeah. So you don't have much room, because you've got, obviously, fucking all your cables everywhere, mm-hmm. mic stands, you know. Like, there's yeah. normally a drum kit that you're not using yeah, for the yeah, next yeah. band that's about to turn up. And every up. time you, like, stand on stage, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, right, it's got to start going to beat now yeah. when I walk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But with that... Mate, you could run for miles. Yeah, it was great, yeah. and that was like that was wow. definitely the best experience. Were people bobbing along. With oh you yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our end song has always been like um, crowd involvement. Yeah, you know. And Is it the moaning? Yeah, one? the moaning one. Yeah. Well, how's it get like? like we feel. I've not done this I in fucking months. <laughs> <laughs> we feel like fucking moaning, and then the crowd goes every day, every day. Oh, um, you getting me ready? <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah there was crowd involvement and everything it was fucking amazing but the, the, the ego I mean the thing is though, yeah. like I had ego after the gig yeah until midnight hit and I seen Kairos one play it was a, one of the best gigs I ever saw yeah yeah and I had like ego going on until I had to drive to work which is five because I basically I'm, the gig finished at midnight and I'd work at half four in the morning wow okay. I was like there's no point in me driving home because it's 45 minutes home 45 minutes back to work yeah yeah I was like yeah. I'll just sleep in my car so like the ego was there until I drove to work and slept in a car oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then it instantly just shot down like yo KRS one like in his beautiful like double decker 
like a like blacked out windows looks out the window and Sean in what is it a punter or something <laughs> yeah just just sleeping in the car waiting to go and deliver fruit and veg at half four in the morning it's like yeah that's definitely that my yeah. ego was smashed at that point that, you need that in your life mate you do well, yeah a bit of like something to humble you a little bit do you know what I mean did KRS1 speak to you did you actually get to see him no or? man like he had I was gutted as well because I was yeah. like really looking forward to it but yeah. um, no nah, he had his like own sort of room okay uh, we met his DJ Predator yeah. Prime, I think. I think his name is. He was a really nice bloke. He came up to us after the gigs. Fair. I was like, mate, you guys are sick. Oh, bless, man. So, yeah, that was real nice. Oh, that is so... Like, you, again, even though I want KRS-One, but people that are associated with, mm. they know talent. They know cool. And, yeah. And if they come up and out their way to just go, that was sick, man. Yeah. You guys are wicked. Like, so much respect for them people. Yeah. yeah. Really no, do. definitely. Definitely. It, it was a good experience. You mm. know, it really was, like, really fun. And then seeing... KRS one was just yeah yeah like the amount like you think you're good on stage you think you're good yeah, yeah. and then you see him oh, and you there's think an energy mate they are there yeah mm. yeah there's mm. an energy like it literally just like I don't know I can't even explain it like but it was amazing like, I didn't even drink that night because I'd work yeah. but I was fucking everywhere like do you know what I mean like, I was jumping around everywhere yeah. just so it was just a, one of the best gigs i've ever I, been to i remember uh, i did a gig in london and it was one of them like you know like exclusive oh, i don't know how i found it nice. i really don't um but i found out like the month before like ed sheeran just turned up yeah like and there's like 30 to 40 people and the one month that i went it was in again this my sister came the first gig she'd ever seen me at and the rizzle kick was there one of the rizzle kicks was there nice and uh but he was doing a spoken word set and he wasn't obviously in his like main field. So he's a rapper really. Yeah. And all the music style, singy stuff. Uh, so I did this poem and I, cause the Rizzle kick with, I was like, I'm going to really like, <laughs> but that really put me on my vibe. Like when he, when I came off and he came specifically up to me, give me a hug and was like, brother, you're sick. Oh. I'll never forget this moment. And he was like, it was his first ever spoken word gig. I was watching, like he was just sampling stuff out. And I don't know, like, I'm, I'm, I'll never go like I, I was so much better because <laughs> it, it wasn't in his field because it yeah, wasn't yeah, in yeah, his, yeah. like uh, what he specialises in I was on that same platform same level because I've been doing it for years then and I was just like oh the, it felt amazing I'll never forget like mm. feeling like I was achieving in that moment yeah, like, yeah, one yeah. of the Rizzle kicks genuinely came up and he didn't need to they don't need to go up to you unless they think they are, you are decent of course yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, you know like when you're at that point, you don't have to make the effort. In a, it like to, you know what I mean. But when they do, oh, it, man, it's, it's the fucking... thing is like it's good to. I, I, Tupac would say the opposite. Like Tupac says, role is something people play, and model is something people make. Both these things are fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So he didn't believe in like role models, but I do. Like I, I kind of. Well, there's just people I look up to, like this of, Mike Skinner, of course, yeah, like the Rizzles, like whoever. But the reason we do, we're not like pedestaling them and just worshipping their egos. No. It's their passion. It's the thing that they can create so well is what we aspire to or exactly. what we're inspired by. Well, that's it. You know, like, I feel like sometimes people can look at a role model and think that's what you base yourself yeah, on. And that's yeah, not the yeah. case whatsoever. Like, I look, like, one of my favourite UK rappers is, you know, Verb T. 
Yeah. 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 Like, like, he's, like, the most honest person on a mm, microphone. Like, mm, everything, like, yeah. he talks about, it, it's all truthful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everything. Like, I did a tune, one of his biggest tunes, to be fair, actually, but called Where You Find Me. Mm. And it's all about, like... Him not wanting to go out and do loads of fucking cocaine yeah, and you know, yeah, all that, yeah. like, and like all about how he just wants to sit indoors and just play tunes and you know, mm. and I, all it's just so honest and like I look up to him and I I do see him as in a sense a role model, yeah. But it's not like I'm thinking I need to be yeah. like Verti. Yeah, yeah. It's just someone that I look at and I think. What you do is amazing. Yes, man. Like, and what I do is different. Doesn't mean to say that it's, you know what I mean? But there's attributes in that, skills in that, that I really appreciate. Yeah, yeah. I'd like my own You can take from it what you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Like, you know, you can can look at it and think, okay, you know, like, and inspiration's different to copying. Mm, mm, Yeah, that's it, man. You know? And, yeah, you can really feel it in people then, like, the people that have just tried to imitate their favourites. Exactly. Without calling it. Yeah. You know when that's happening. Of course, you just you like, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's kind of a thing in spoken word where people have adopted this voice, <laughs> and it's just the spoken word voice. I think uh, when you, I hear it, I'll you know what you mean. You know it. Yeah, I'll yeah. play you one inside. Yeah, and I'll yeah. play you. Uh, Yes, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been to many open mics. Yeah, I yeah, think I, yeah. I know it when I hear um, it. Yeah, but the, the ones for me that I love are just the people. They come on and they just do their accent, their voice, their speaking, like. Yep. And you just feel it. And, and and again, they've taken bits out of artists that they like and they've implemented it and they've tried out and they've sampled. But it's so much healthier to see somebody do them, do them on stage. Exactly, yeah. But we've all had to go through identity of it because we've all started from somewhere. Yeah, where do you fit within it? Yeah, mate. Do you know when I started doing the rapping thing, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. the only things I know about rapping was like, Americans because like the uh, Eminem days and all stuff like that. <laughs> so put me on a beat and I was like, oh shit, spoken word out the window. Uh, <laughs> now I'm rapping to the bi- <laughs> Tell me, why am I talking like this? Like, just talk normally, talk normally. I'm like, and now we sing it. I can't stop it. <laughs> I, remember, I remember once actually when uh, we was like we had um for like a, two, a couple of month period, we had a uh, every Friday we did a um, a session in, Sh- in Sheffield studio mm-hmm. where there was like four or five different rappers who uh, were based in Sheffield would all come in and just write together and try and get an EP down or whatever. Mm. And uh, there was there was there was a hook. Uh, I can't remember what it actual was, but I remember it said "spit rhythm and rhymes." And when I was recording it, I couldn't say it. Yeah, and I kept going "spit rhythm and rhymes." Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, like yeah, in a yeah, really yeah, American yeah, yeah. voice. It's so, it's... Like, and everyone was pissing themselves yeah, at yeah, me. Yeah. I was like, I can't say it. Like, why can't it's I fucking mad. say it? It's mad. Like, I literally come off the back and go "spit rhythm and rhymes," and then go "spit rhythm and rhymes" yeah. on the mic. I'm like, for yeah. fuck's sake! I think that's why I've just. Do the spoken word over music now? It works it, though, man. Like it, what? Like what? Yeah. Like yeah. like I think you've implemented it and you have switched it up in a way, haven't you? But like yeah. I feel like it it does work really well. I do appreciate that, man. Yeah. But again, it was for so long just trying out different approaches. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Couldn't get to that point without all the rest. So that's I quite. That's why I like putting it up. That's why I like <laughs> creating stuff, putting little imprints of you out, and then being like, "That's where I was." Like, not mm. oh god, I never want to get to there again. It's just like, oh, bless. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a there's a part of the journey. Yeah, I mean, so I, I, I do it. And I look, you know, when you 
You know when you're first starting out and you're putting like these camera phone videos on Facebook? Yeah. Like, I, I looking back on uh, my old ones and I was like, some of them, to be fair, I was like, I hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, there's what? something in this. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was pretty good. Like, I remember I, there, was a, there was one where I just started doing constant double time. Okay. Um, I was like, I fucking could not do that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one, like that. And then I look back on one and then, it's funny enough, actually, about three months ago, mm-hmm. I, uh, I built on it. And then I like managed to get like this like really f- ridiculously fast thing down for probably about I think eight or twelve bars. Yeah, and I was like, what the hell? Like, did you just pick it? How did you write that? Was it like in uh, what's the word again? It would have helped if I just paid attention a bit at school for this <laughs> syllables and things. Like, were you working in that? I th- yeah, I, th- I think with it, like I don't know, like how I wrote double time. It's like sort of. Um, like, you figure out, like, what syllables you're really good at saying. Yeah. Like, there's always yeah, certain syllables, like, yeah. D's, P's, yeah. all the uh, S's suck for double time, in my opinion. Right, Like, okay. an S is a bastard, whereas a D yeah, and a P course. really pops off your tongue like, like that, do you know what I mean? Because you're, like, beatboxing with it, aren't you? Yeah, like, pretty basically, yeah. Yeah. So, and then, like, M's and N's and stuff I can do quite well, you know, and B's. Like, all the ones that pop off your tongue, like, like they're really good for double time because it's, like, I feel like... It hits really well. It adds to the song, doesn't it? It really adds to it. So, but like S's and stuff. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. People who are really good can do it. You know, like you've got like obviously Ocean Wisdom. Mm. He's amazing at doing that. And then like Gift of Gab. Mm. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard them. No, uh, no. Oh my, honestly, that double time wise, they're amazing. So, and these things that you knew before going into rap and things like you pretty to this or did you discover it on the way we i mean to be honest it's like even now like yeah, if, someone, yeah, yeah. if someone hits me with certain like sort of like i don't know like rap mm. what's the word <sighs> like it's hard to explain like you know like politics like sort of like you know like what, what were you saying earlier about lingo so yeah yeah you know like, like, like i don't know what yeah, triplets was about fucking okay, six months yeah, ago yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like I, yeah. I, I i just write and see what happens yeah, and then get creative well, that's the thing for me like again I feel like I'm very lucky because I'm not rhythmical, but also the the things I write down, the sentences, because I just write a sentence, mm. and th- at the start I was just like writing and then rhyming with the end, like yeah. a couplet. Yeah. But the things within it would actually accidentally work. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like I wrote two lines, yeah. and I just thought, here's a line, rhyme, here's a line, rhyme. Then I look back at the work now, and even though they're kind of simple, there's still rhythm in there by mm. accident yeah. that I didn't know about. Exactly. Were well, you similar to that? Yeah, Did very you have much that experience? so. I didn't really understand, like... And there were people that talked to me about my writing and they'd say certain like words and like sort yeah, of. And I'm like, that. I don't know what yeah, that is. Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I've always got, thought that. I just nod medical. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't got a fucking clue what you're talking about, mate. But in actual facts, you are doing it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and it's like you, you were saying with inner rhymes. Like, you know, you've got your general rhyme pattern and then within your bar, you've huh. stuck in two that rhyme. And, mm. you know, it's great. But like, you don't, a, you don't understand that you're doing it. You just do it. It's, a, it's the get like, for one of the first songs for me was, like, the knife crime one. Yeah. And the two lines there, like, the first bit's like, it was Saturday night and they're out in the town. They got to the pub and they knocked a few down. Mm. The town and down. But in between all that, like, I looked at it the other day. I was listening to the song. Yeah. It's like, if you go, it was Saturday night and, like, Saturday. Do you know what I mean? You can start colloquialism, isn't it? Yeah. Or, like, or turning it into your accent and stuff yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, when I perform it now... I go with that knowledge. Mm. So instead of just reading a poem, you turn it into a performance then. Yeah. And you, but the, the words that are chosen 
actually luckily like work for that if yeah. it, does that make sense yeah to you? definitely you yeah. yeah i mean like things that you can go like sort of almost deeper like you know you do say it was saturday night yeah it was saturday like night. that this I, i've started looking at this recently actually because like, i've noticed with the way that i'm writing like you know with you go saturday you don't yeah. pronounce your t's saturday saturday yeah saturday. Like, but you go saturday saturday i've started pronouncing my t's as yeah. d's so it's saturday saturday but like, like it works with that it doesn't work with saturday that's a shit yeah, example no, to be fair there's certain words that i'm using that i don't pronounce the t because it yeah. sounds too harsh yeah, but, yeah, and, yeah but if you put a d in there instead yeah it sounds way better yeah saturday man. was a terrible example no i know exactly um, what you're saying but though. like and it's like stuff like that, like you missed the tea, like you missed mm. the tea on your Saturday, yeah. Like, and like I've really started with him writing. I'm trying to look at little things like that as mm. well. It just it's stuff that the listener doesn't tend to really notice in a sense, yeah, yeah. But it makes it whole, uh, and then easy and comfortable to listen to, yeah. Like even that there, like like the concept album with Mike Skinner. They're all mm. every word you know what he's saying, yeah. Every emotion you feel and all the imagery is so easy to get like there like it's saturday night okay you're out in the town mm. yeah i'm str- i'm from ripley i fuck it i know that yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, in, yeah. I'm in with it and probably like a mike skinner off oh, dry your eyes mate but oh, like beautiful. when he's talking about that every lad in the universe like who's been out with a girl and had a breakup yeah can relate yeah. because everything he's saying is just to the t simplistic but also emotive mm. and also very imagery based um, like relatable uh, and it, like that bit where he's like uh, people talk about swearing like oh people over swearing stuff but there's sometimes where swearing is perfect oh yeah and i love that bit where it's like i'm not just gonna fucking just fucking leave it all and he doubles <laughs> up with it though I'm, I'm not just gonna fucking just fucking leave it all now you said we'd be together and that was your vow yeah and i'm like Oh, that is, it's, it's literally like bam bam. <laughs> I think the thing with swearing is you put it in the right places. Yeah, context. Like, you know context. exactly. Like you mm. can't just go around fucking and shitting whenever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, it's all about fucking yeah, putting it where it needs to mm. be. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like I don't really like swear much. I'm trying to think of bars where I do swear. Um, I can't really think of any. I've th- I've had bits where I'm like, there was didn't need to be a swear word there. Yeah, I wish I hadn't done that. But yeah. again, you can change it in a live performance. But when it's out there in the internet world, yeah. like it's there. But yeah, there's times where I'm really. People have said, oh, I wouldn't have really swore here. Or I wouldn't have done that. But I'm like, nah, it worked. It, yeah, well, that, that's, that's it. what I wanted in that moment. That's it, it. It hit me like that, so it needed to be said like that. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Like. <laughs> Like when I first started out, there, I was just doing the camera from Facebook shit. Um, my uncle, like, <laughs> fucking, he used to say to me, "Sean, just don't swear. What are you swearing for?" Like, yeah, like really, yeah. like, I was like, "Well, what do you mean?" Like, yeah. you know, if it gets put in, like, there's a reason it's there. Mm, you know, like, mm. it, the thing with swearing is that it can be used very good for like, emphasizing something. Do you know what I mean? Like, fair enough. You probably lose a certain percentage of your audience by swearing. And that's their fault, though. Well, that's if they're going to get offended. Like, the thing is, like, I think honest, real, true discussions need to be had more with children or more with 
artists, more with people. Massively. And it's like everything we say is about context. It's about the situation. Of course. If you just bracket it, oh, we swore, I'm out. That's that's more to do with that other person who's been offended. Exactly. You should be allowed to use that part of vocabulary. There's some perfect times for swearing. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. somebody that never swears, there's this guy and he's really calm, really relaxed. And something happened. I can't honestly remember what it was, but he just went, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, everyone died laughing. <laughs> I was like, I think of it to this day and I'll start laughing out of nowhere. Mm. It's because it was unexpected. But in that moment, nothing better could have been said in mm. that moment yeah and you've got to just have leeway and allowance if you'll get offended by everything that just gets thrown at you it's just not a world i want to be around I mean, associated exactly with. yeah yeah you know mm. i mean don't get me wrong this is fair there's certain times when being offended it's fair enough yeah you know i get yeah. it right well maybe sometimes i don't but you know like yeah and you, respectfully i won't use it in there surrounding no exactly but if i've added it into my song it's your don't get in song. touch with me and tell me not to do it yeah do you know what i mean yeah i mean that, let's face it that's the problem with fucking social media isn't it yeah you know ev- yeah ev- everyone's got an opinion it, it's giving everybody <laughs> opinion yeah and the people a platform that, to voice yeah, it yeah and some mm. folk don't half like to show it off and all do you know what i mean yeah. so it's like yeah but i mean it I mean, swearing is, in my opinion, it's amazing. Like, I love doing it. Like, I'm thinking of, like, my favourite comedians in the world. Exactly. So, so swear. And if like, they didn't swear, I'm sorry, but it probably wouldn't be off. Yeah, funny. it wouldn't. Do you it know what I mean? It wouldn't be impactful. Exactly. Like, that's what swearing's there for, to cause impact. And well, if you're just using it all the time, yeah. you're taken away from that impact. Exactly. I mean, there was a bloke, what's it called, a comedian called? Steve Hughes, Australian bloke. I know him, yeah. Like, I know him. He, um, yeah. He, I think he was on about it. He was on about the topic of it, and he was saying about like by people being offended by swearing and all that. I think that was the topic. And I bet at the end of it, he just went "fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he was just he literally. I just remember him going, "But everyone's offended by it." And he was like, "But if you're offended, so what? Yeah, nothing changes. Yeah, you're just offended. Offended. Like, yeah, you know, nothing's yeah. changed." Ricky Gervais talks good on this. Yeah, like, offense. Yeah, like the yeah. only person that switched up on is you, and yeah. you're doing harm to yourself by being it. Like, yeah, and there's some topics where offense is gonna happen like in a sense of like where well no where it's justified it is more than mm, where i'm mm, after like mm. you know like obviously like there's you know a lot of things that happen where it is well justified for people to be massively yeah, offended yeah. by this sort of stuff but little things like this it's not justified well, it's a choice that a person makes not necessarily justified but then again ricky gervais talks on this front like mm. again if you're be offended in that joke yeah and you want censorship over this certain yeah criteria and topic where does it end it's gonna just carry on yeah. forever yeah. like fat shaming to women to men to yeah. you, you've got to build platforms and spaces that are okay to to talk about taboos and about things that if you're going to a gig and you've got all this armor up already and you know you're going to a comedy gig oh and you're event, losing straight away you, you just you shouldn't be in them environments no. you can't be there because it's wrong for you as a person to be laughing at somebody else's misfortunes until it hits your sore spot yeah exactly you can't laugh at this 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 and this and then decide that that topic and is then not suddenly, good even as harrowing as it is or whatever the the topic is i'm sorry but that's the creative license mm. that that we've got as artists or comedians exactly. have got or yeah. singers have got rappers have got yeah i mean you look at mm. frankie boyle yeah people man. go to his shows yeah to, for this, to let out steve exactly to yeah. see this stuff where to, to hear this stuff that never gets said 
Yeah. Like, yeah. never. And it shouldn't in a classroom, and it no. shouldn't in a, a work environment. It, there's lots of places where, again, you don't know who you're around, who you're talking to, and context. Like, it doesn't belong in certain places, mm. but we have to have spaces where we can. Exactly. Like, start going into rap then. Yeah. <laughs> you're giving me that vibe. <laughs> Sean. Honestly, I tell you, like, it, yeah, yeah, I feel like. You need these creative spaces. You know, you need to be able to leave these places. Definitely. And honestly, mate, I've got a whole list and array of what we need to go down for you. <laughs> but I want to do this again. Because, <laughs> A... I need a wee very badly. <laughs> Just so everybody knows. All right, that's cool. I, I need the bathroom. But I thought, you know, actually, where we could go with this is quite endless. Yeah, probably. Because like, I, I think, like, <laughs> we should get this track done. Yeah. And then talk about the track and start going like, I want you would you come back are you happy yeah, of course to I'll come back you're so good man I love it I, I think you should do your own little like podcast I don't know about saying. that I'll, I'll host this one with you I'll sit on the other side it. of here yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> we'll just interrogate people yeah, yeah, yeah. together I'm down with that that sounds good where can people find everything, man? Well, at the moment in time, you can find me on Instagram, uh, solo underscore Sean Day. Uh, Facebook, obviously, just Sean Day. And then um, look out for music coming out over the next two months, because I will be starting up again after my seven-month break. Wow. So, yeah. And if you want to catch him on the old farm bus, he has been on here and done a bit with Stingray and the J. Yeah, maybe uh, there'll be yeah. a performance that might come up soon enough. There's a performance on there, actually. <laughs> Have you seen it? The one on YouTube. We put one up with Sean on. i seen... I seen. Oh, I watched the whole thing, actually. Oh, yeah. it's great. So Sean's on there. You can check it out. But, guys, this guy, you are honestly incredible at what you do i'm so you. happy you went down that path you yeah. are you've found your passion and run with it man because yeah. you're doing so good yeah and you found you found that space again where it's come back to the enjoyment you're making it exactly you're making it because you're creating it brother yeah mom no no lovely well thank you for Guys. having me on mikey it's been a pleasure and thank you for all being there and watching and being along with the journey so you've been a part of the old farm bus back of the bus sessions you know where to find sean day yeah. he's an absolute champion I love you all. Peace out, guys. I need a wee. <laughs> <laughs>